1: Hey ladies, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell. I'm Angela Fazio, and this week's
0: guest is from out of state and flew in to come here in person, Jennifer Gilson. I'm so thrilled that you're here in person.
1: Yeah, and you guys, we were just talking to Jennifer and she was talking about the most expensive listing that she's ever sold was over $16 million. So I can't wait to dive I into know. her business. She's the number one producing team at Golden Gate Sotheby's International Realty on the peninsula. So you guys, let's dive in. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Jennifer.
2: Well, Thank you so much for having me. Definitely <clears throat> overcame a fear today by flying out here. Um, but thank you. So, Bravo. That's cute, yes. let's
1: stop on that. Cause most people <clears throat> just don't do it and you did it. You showed up here and. We didn't even ask you.
0: You, you are know. like, I'm flying out there. I Trafier. was like, that girl's badass. I like her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It took a lot. So thank you so much for having me. Um, okay, so I have been selling residential real estate since 20, uh, let's see, 2010, was in commercial real estate for about a year before that. Um, I have three little children, a three-and-a-half-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old, and a one-year-old one that ooh, I... That is so ooh, crazy. Let's yeah, also stop I need there. I, I need a nap. I need a nap. I know. <laughs> yes. So that was a journey in itself. Um have a wonderful supporting husband, too. We live uh, in Hillsboro, California, mm-hmm. so right on the peninsula. And so full-time real estate career, we are building um, our home now, too, and... So we got a lot going on. You yeah, sure do. Such oh a busy life. So yeah. how
1: do you manage it all? Let's just talk about like your day to day because when Wait, you have three, three little kids, <laughs> two,
2: three, what what are the ages? Uh, three and a half girl, three and a, three half. And a half year old girl. Two and a half year old boy Jeez. and a one year old. Oh my girl. gosh! So yeah.
1: she's like, I mean, I can't. Some people can't even like imagine like getting
2: dressed for the day, and she has the number <laughs> one producing team in her office. So it's so
1: good. So we gotta know, like, what does your day look like?
2: Okay, so it is. It's been a journey in mm-hmm. itself. Like I've kind of so with my now like having three children, I didn't ever know like what mom guilt felt like oh, yeah. until like then you have these kids right mm-hmm. and so i do my best to really be present in their lives like mm-hmm. take them to school pick them up if we can um i do have a nanny from 8 to 4 monday through friday i do like try to come in and out of the home to be able to see them so mm-hmm. it's not just that i'm like out of the house like all day long of course like i have my days where i'm completely slammed back to mm-hmm. back and i don't get to see them like during those hours but I do really try to like see them during the day if I can um but then you know and it I do fully support like completely my nanny I trust her with everything that's like, so good like so and important. I yeah I'm a control freak and mm-hmm. so I like and I worry but with candy like I do not like I don't have my wait a fears. minute you have a nanny named candy I do you're I making do. that shit up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do.
2: I really do. Um, yes. And so, and also having like a really supportive husband. So yeah. we're very much like on the same page with and very much in line. If I didn't have him and I didn't have candy, like I, Impossible. it would be really hard. Is yeah. your husband in business with you? He now is. He okay. to, formerly was a police officer. Okay. Um, and now he is uh, retired out of the police department. He, was helping me with the real estate, um, my real estate career, but now he is like full on in the development world with building our home. Mm -hmm. So I don't have his help as much, Mm -hmm. but he's always in the background, always, even though he's not fully helping me during the, like, day-to-day activities he's fully supportive of everything that's yeah. so important yeah, it, it is. is yeah so
1: do you have like your because you have a team mm-hmm. so is that help you a ton as far as you being able to pick up your kids and uh or drop off your kids and pick them up and um have a nanny from those hours like do you work weekends do you work nights does your team usually handle that so
2: I do I work 24 7 basically uh-huh. um when my nanny leaves at four o'clock I really try to be present from like four to like eight o'clock with yep. my kids. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's like okay, Danny, my husband, Danny has the kids in the bath. Danny, I'm gonna go take a call. So mm-hmm. it's not as like perfect. Totally. It. So I really like I try to set my boundaries with my clients. So like try to take calls like after eight thirty at night. Um, I check emails like after eight thirty. So from like four to like. 738. Yes, I'm like looking at my phone a lot. Trying to be a little bit more like not looking at it as much, right. but mm-hmm. I do of course like try after like 8 8:30 to then return phone calls, return emails, return all the text messages cuz it's crazy. Uh-huh. It's really crazy and everybody like wants, wants a response it now. like right now. Yep. Um <clears throat> but I think but that's gotten a little bit better because I think I've been better about setting those boundaries. Yeah. Um, and, and I will respond within a timely manner. And if I can't, I'll text them right back and say, Hey, I will call you back like right at eight 30 and it's all good. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, I think sometimes we put that pressure on ourselves. Where like, when I send a text to somebody, I'm not like, they better respond right away. But yet we feel like the minute we get a text, like, Oh my gosh, if I don't get to that right away, like, someone's going to be mad.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I I read, I read in what you were writing uh, in preparation for today, and you brought up a point that I think we all feel the pressure of, it's not just answering the call, returning the text. It's checking your Instagram, looking at your WhatsApp, looking at this, looking at that. There's like 16 different things now where people can bombard you with communication. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten to the, the point where I miss stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm really good yeah. at getting people, you know, getting back to people. I miss stuff. I'll miss a text because you can't like file it. You know, I'll miss that because I didn't see the little ding. It's crazy.
2: It is. And it's like, it kind of gives you anxiety too. Yeah. So I do, you know, like with my team, like I do try to have everybody really own their role. And if I have to do part of their job, like this is like after like years of like working with people, mm-hmm. if I have to do somebody's job, then I'm going to let them know if I have to do your job, then, then mm-hmm. you need to find a different Whoa, role. Oh, I need, I
0: need to say that to a couple of people. Yeah. You
1: really
2: I
0: do. really do. I know. Because it's
2: time that takes you away then from your family or from your yeah. workout or from your like meditation or whatever that yep. like your personal time and you mm-hmm. have to really protect that.
1: You really have to protect those things because otherwise you just go crazy because you're just running around nonstop. Completely. So then tell us about your, let's go into your team and how did you decide you wanted to start a team and kind of have you developed like a really good culture? Tell us about that.
2: Yes. So um, let's see, about eight or so years ago. So I started with a lawn panel and then um, they are now Compass, but I started Mm -hmm. with a lawn panel. And they didn't really weren't in full support of teams at that time. And then I moved on from Pennell went to Keller Williams for about a year, had some good learning experiences there, Create started to form a team, um, they had good tools for like creating a team and that MRA book is like the best book that I always bounce back to the millionaire real estate agent by okay. Car- uh, Gary Keller. Uh-huh. It spells everything out. Mm-hmm. Like there's all you need is that one book Yeah, to just have to follow it. And yeah. that is success right there. Mm-hmm. So then, um, and then I went to uh, Sotheby's, and I've been w- now with Sotheby's for gosh, probably like five years. Okay, and um, and they it, they're in support of the team or individual agents. So really, like I've now I have two agents on the team, um, a virtual admin, a social media. Um, partner and who's my oh, transaction coordinator. Okay. So I've made a few edits over the last year with my team. Mm-hmm. Um, before I had an agent that was with me on every single transaction, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's myself, my admin. And, um, once in a while I'll bring a team member in it, mm-hmm. but I, I'm finding kind of, it's, it's always a growing period. Oh, like, yeah. No perfect. No, yeah. definitely So not. I'm just like kind of always figuring out like what is the best, like what I need. Yes. Um, and I think that having like your admin or your operations that can assist you with like email management and potentially going in like meeting the vendors, et cetera, that to me feels like really right. You mm-hmm. just have to have a really good right hand to support you on that. So mm-hmm. I'm in the midst of, figuring that out. I I think
0: that when uh, people make a mistake of thinking there is this one right answer, but the truth is, is God has wired us all differently. Therefore, what we need is different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I hate, I suck at details. I need people around me that are great at details, you know? So when people say, because I love business strategy and I love I love helping people to to achieve their goals. When people say, Well, how do you build a team? I'm like, Well, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's who are so you? True. If mm-hmm. you don't even know who you are and what you th- perceive that you need and your strengths,
2: you can't start
0: you can't start from a, a formula. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make any no. sense.
2: Mm-hmm. It's always changing. Mm-hmm. And um and I think that working with a lot of people over the last like 10 years or so, like I'm getting more in tune with what like I really need. Yeah. Um. And so. Well, it, we
1: even always start with people like, "What? where's your value? Like, what is your value proposition? And don't try to say, oh, I'm, I'm really good at like nurturing new agents and helping them write a contract. What if you're like, that sounds horrible yeah. like it does to us. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, then yeah. that's OK. But who's doing that for you, right? So it's what's your value and then all the things that you're not good at. How are you leveraging other people for
2: that? Yep. Right, right, yep. right. So. Yeah, I I and that's that's a challenge sometimes, and those are also tough conversations. Before, mm-hmm. I would have anxiety about having to talk to a team member about like a tough conversation that was needed. Yeah. Now I'm super direct to the point, and this is what you know. Um, the, like I'll. It's easier. Yeah, See, it's, 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 it's much easier. Direct.
0: I learned a long time ago. Direct communication is the easiest. It is. It feels hard in the moment. Yeah. But it's easiest in the long run.
1: Yeah. And I think everyone's happier because there's nothing worse than when there's like an elephant in the room or someone's upset with you and you're like, what's going on? like, I'd rather somebody just come to me and be like, Hey, Kristen, like, this is what we need to talk about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But not everybody is receptive to that too. Yeah, And so I think that that's another challenge, but it's like, well, better now than later because they're going to figure it out regardless. Mm, Yeah, That's right. Yeah. So if
0: anyone's been listening to this podcast from the beginning, you're like, Wait a minute. Get back to the fact that she sold a sixteen million yeah, dollar let's, home. Let's, but let's, let's talk about that. Not, let's. There's so many things we can talk about about that one. I know I'm house. itching to talk about it. First of all, I want
1: to see it. Second of all, I want to know like how was your client?
0: Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. So, so I have coached and mentored thousands of agents over the last oh, a long, long time, and um, and if somebody says, you know, my production, what's your production, girl? Oh, it's it's seventeen million. That's pretty good. You know, that's, you're getting there at 20 million. That's awesome. You sold one house that was $16 million. I
2: know. How many houses do you sell a year? Um, let's see. So about 35, 40, Jeez. getting on the trajectory of like 40, 45. Good for you. So what, what, up is up. Your,
1: what is your production then at that many? Just because here, I like you're saying, yeah, that's crazy. Like if somebody does six,
0: 17, 20 million, that's a producer, but our house prices are.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So our so on the peninsula, Silicon Valley, we are our average price like the average price home that I sell now is about probably like three and a half million this year, three mm-hmm. and a half, four million. Two of the highest sales that have sold in Hillsborough. I just sold those this year. That's a fifteen million, four seventy and a fifteen million. Um, awesome. So we'll probably be at a volume at the end of December We'll probably be at about 160 is my guess. In That's 12. awesome. Congratulations. Maybe 160, 170. Um, but, you know, like my goal was to hit 200 this year. Mm-hmm. And I usually have that that number in mind uh, to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and why not? Yeah. And why not why more? Not? Because we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it's just doing like the right activities and being really mindful of where your time is going. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if you're like, if your goal is... 10 million or 200 million. Mm-hmm. It's just like line up that plan. How are you going to hit it? And if you don't, like, if I look back on like this year and I'm not going to hit 200, what could I have done differently mm-hmm. to have achieved that? Um, and I do get hung up on the goals sometimes and mm-hmm. and that's okay too. So.
1: so let me ask you this. If your goal was 200 and you came in at 160 and you're saying you got to say like, what what could I do differently? What could you have done differently? So
2: in, so one of my, I have three younger brothers, Uh two of them are in building. One of them is starting his own company and he's very smart in the the business, building a business mode. And we Mm -hmm. were going over all of this recently. And in looking at where, like what I'm not doing is I don't do a lot of mailers. I just recently did mailers over the last couple months. I I did a magazine. Like I don't do farming of any kind. Um, I did instill a couple things over the last few months that didn't work well, but I think that mailers are a really good thing. In Um, your market it is. Yeah. Because everybody looks at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but in a lot of agents do. So what do you want to do to set yourself apart from Mm -hmm. that? So I customized like my own magazine, it's called Peninsula Living. I sent one of those out, had an Awesome response. I sent I it bet. out to like 8,000 addresses and... What's like the content? You, what's you the content? actually
1: created your own magazine.
2: I did. So awesome. That's cool. I did. It took... Okay, so from... It was not like a quick
1: turnaround by not, any
2: means. It was about like four months that it took me. But yeah, now that I have... The template in place, the foundation, the foundation mm-hmm. I'm gonna be good to go. I love that. What's yeah. the content? Like, what?
0: Obviously, so, there's homes in it. But. Yeah.
2: So, first page, first cover is myself, Peninsula Living, my logo. Inside is a note to everybody. And then I support um, a local business. So, mm-hmm. there's one piece in there about a local business. Do a few vendors, like a lender, um, insurance agent, and they help support the magazine as well. So it kind of covered the cost yep. there. And um, and then I put events in the community, nice. things that I've sold that I have coming up, value like stats to uh, the people that are living in the communities that I mailed to. So Ooh. I have just
1: right up the road, there's a, a neighborhood called Agrotopia, and they have Agrotopia living in there. And one of my, one of the moms at the school we go to in there, um, she goes and she collects stories from the homeowners. So it could be, you know, so-and-so got adopted a, a dog or whatever, but they put their a family story every time. And it's the cutest thing ever. I'm like, her job's so fun. You know yeah, what else you, you could do that would
0: probably get you business as well? is run some kind of a a competition or a contest about interior design Ah. and let the the people in your community submit, like, their best kitchen. Oh, that's cool. I love that. And I bet they have the
1: coolest kitchen. Then you
0: meet all the homeowners. and I love that. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I love that idea. That's great. So where do you – if I wanted to start a magazine, where do I even start?
2: If you call me, email me, I'll send you my my template, my link. But, like, do you – Okay. All right. So I started by, so I have, um, a very small group of women on Facebook that, um, of agents from all over and Mm -hmm. we're growing it, growing it, growing it now, but there's like 15 women on there. And this one agent we meet biweekly and this one agent, um, she had been doing this magazine and I was like god that is amazing and so I basically just copied her good and she was totally cool with it of course yeah and because we all share and there's enough to go around for everyone yeah um and so and I just stylized it to how I wanted it to look Mm -hmm. um and it 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 looks great so I worked with a graphic designer uh two graphic designers basically Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you know why that's such a genius idea is because what you're doing is you're giving people just a moment of fame. That's why the competition or things like that make people feel so special yeah. and sets you apart because they're going to go out of their way to submit something or tell you a story or whatever it is, which builds relationships. And that's what we do. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I think that's a genius idea, I love far it. better than any other mailer you I could had do. An,
2: I mean, I really, truly, out of anything that I've done, like that was a really... Positive response for me. Well, that's awesome, and then
1: and then it also allows you to be creative. And yeah. a lot of us, like I love that creative outlet where you are coming up with concepts like that. So I think that's great. Yeah. So let's go back to the sixteen million
2: dollar okay. house. How <laughs> how
1: did you land that client, and what did the process look like? Here it is. <laughs> um, okay, so
2: that was from an agent um, in a nearby area in San Francisco that had referred that listing to me. We were up against four other local agents in the community and and um, and we and it was a phone call. I had the interview over the phone with him on the line and it was with two very strong male sellers. So mm-hmm. one was the actual owner of the property and his right hand who made all the decisions mm-hmm. and the right hand was a very strong super strong male personality and I clicked with him immediately um and I knew so I have a background in development and building Mm -hmm. and I felt like that knowledge and that kind of confidence Mm -hmm. I was I I mean I like honed in on that right away Mm -hmm. and he knew that and he respected it he respected it so by the time that I had I knew I was like this is going to be the the only opportunity that I have with this guy on yeah. this call. By the time we get off this call, I want him to say he's going to go with us, and he did. <clears throat> awesome. So, yeah. And at that time, I was not a top, like top producer in Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. That was so I didn't have all these sales to back mm-hmm. my Hillsboro like you know success. Yeah, I really didn't, but. You fake it till you make it, and, yeah. And and I believed it, and I believed in myself when I was able to do it. That's awesome. That. Yeah, I I love how you're you uh,
0: come off with such confidence, and I yeah. know that's that's God given, and it's from experience and yeah. putting yourself out there and taking chances. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, I feel like so I can be confident in certain areas, but when it comes to like strong male personalities, I just don't even want to deal with. I it. live with mine.
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> I live with one, he's awesome.
1: Uh, but I feel like I feel like that scenario I would hate to be in. It would be like my biggest nightmare.
2: That wouldn't bother me, <laughs> you know. That but would. it you have to like edit your personality to the crowd, right? Yeah. So totally. if you know that you're like going into and I actually have something that happened yesterday, but if you're going into like a family and they need like sympathy and they need mm. like a hug or whatever's mm-hmm. going on with the sale, but then you go into like working with developers mm-hmm. two totally different dynamics. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and yeah. dabbling
1: in commercial probably helped you too. Cause they are not warm and fuzzy at all. Yeah. No,
2: <laughs> not it's at like
0: all. a, it's like a funny accountant. What? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, 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 no.
1: Actually, Barb, <laughs> I know Barb is hilarious. Like Barb, the... you're
0: an exception. If yeah. you're listening,
1: <laughs> our friend Barb is a tax strategist and, and she is, She makes tax strategy like so cool and fun. And I'm like, how did you do that? I don't know. Wow. It's like my
0: bookkeeper. She's an anomaly, Michelle.
2: Uh
1: She's
0: like a bookkeeper and she's hilarious. I'm like, that does not fit. (laughs) No, no, it
2: does not. I would not want anything to do with that. Yeah, no, no, no. But um, yeah, so you have to be able to switch it and figure out like what that kind of crowd wants. And, And also though, you don't have to be selling real estate forever to like get... A super high end listing or a super Mm-mm. high end buyer. No, you just have to one fake of my it.
1: girls. One of my girls is brand new, and she got a four million dollar listing this year, which is a lot here. It's a lot
0: here. <laughs> yeah, and yeah.
1: with without ever selling anything, it's amazing. You know? It's
0: how you relate because people want to trust you. Yeah, you're you're selling their house for, mm-hmm. for God's sake. Yeah, you have got to be someone they can trust at some mm-hmm. level right. and respect at another. Right, yeah. and so that doesn't have to mean necessarily it doesn't mm-hmm. have to happen to mean have to mean experience. Right, mm-hmm.
1: right, yeah. right. So for 2023, tell us like what, what is next for you? What are your big goals?
2: So, um, well, I had two really big goals happen this year. Um, I sold the Western White House, which is an amazing opportunity legacy listing that, um, we had for about a year Mm -hmm. sold that, um, and then sold, uh, 950 Macadamia, which was a really cool new modern construction. And, um, So I think like leveraging off of my value and really like providing that value to the real estate world Mm -hmm. Um, and letting my, like continuing to like build my database, build the unmets, build the mets, build, you know, my sphere of influence, all of those people, like really just deep dive into those relationships.
1: Yeah. So when you say leverage, like kind of dive deeper into what you mean with that. Yeah.
2: Okay. So figure like figuring out the final pieces <clears throat> with my team. Mm-hmm. Um I have noticed that like the busier like for this year I just felt the email management was just out of control. Like oh my gosh. keeping up with the emails with the text messages is like a whole job in itself mm-hmm. for me and so I need somebody to help me to help me do that. So you're actively
1: looking for somebody. Yes. So is Angela. Yeah. <laughs> you could
0: literally spend half your day Going through at least I can. Yeah.
2: I could literally spend half my day trying to get through the messages. It's a lot. It's insane. It's a lot. Yeah. And the busier that we get, it's it's just going to keep getting out of control. Mm -hmm. So I really need to find like a really great like executive admin Mm -hmm. operation. That's really it's so
0: hard. Yeah. I'm telling you so hard. It's so hard. So if you're
1: out there, Please contact us.
0: Jennifer Gilson. <laughs> yes. You
1: know Let me tell you something. You know what
0: my husband did? He he has like literally like 25,000 emails in his inbox.
1: Oh, yeah. Like literally. He's, he and, won't and respond to And him. one
0: day... He just was sitting in front of me and he deleted, like he had like thousands in there. He just deleted them all. I was like, oh Oh my God. He's like, if it was that important, they'll email me back. Oh my gosh, I know. Well, and it's the
2: follow-up too. Like for a lot of these buyers that we're all meeting at open houses, like I tell my team this, if you've met like 10, 20 good buyers over the last month at these open houses, you can't just email them like once a week or like bi-weekly. They have to be like touched every, like every other day, or you'll, even if they're not responding, just keep sending them something. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a huge thing is just keeping up with the database. Um, a good CRM is important. I used to have contactually love that. And then they, I no longer have that. Um,
1: what, what about, um, like you, you got this referral from another agent, like, how are you going to, better your relationships with agents to get more referrals.
2: So I consistently meet these agents in person, Mm -hmm. like coming out here to you guys, like meeting you guys face to face, Mm -hmm. always having, and then I had reached out to you like a month ago with a really great Arizona referral. Mm -hmm. Um, It's important that we are ahead of the game for our clients and being like a resource for them. So I'm not like, Hey, do you know an agent in this area? Like we should already really have that lined up. Yep. Um, So, really like being ahead of the game in creating new relationships Mm -hmm. um keeping them in the database having the zooms with them meeting them in person Mm -hmm. um I am really that's a really important piece to what I do on a daily basis she did
1: send me a package you guys and it was in October (laughs) and I opened it and it smelled like October it was (laughs) I was like what does October smell
2: like (laughs) like just
1: cinnamon and oh. I was like, what just happened in this room? That, yes. it was just, it was I want awesome. to a
2: new one too. So I'm doing ornament kits okay. and DIY ornament kits that, um, and they're really There's like one of my favorite gifts that I'm doing. So I'm doing gifts to everybody right now um, for the holiday. So I love Uh, that. But yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah.
0: It's worth it because it makes yourself just like the magazine makes you, makes you stand out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
2: my, I have my mom who helps me with like all the gifts um, and we're, you know, they, those get mailed out, those get delivered. So that's like a whole nother role in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, so in that MRA book, the eight by eight system is what I am. A I say yep. mm-hmm. that makes sense. So eight by eight, like to so that team. when you call, they're like, Hey Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> Cause
0: mm-hmm. they know your voice yeah. and they, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's always getting a pop by or a mm-hmm. consistent touch.
0: Well, it's, it's really obvious why you're so successful. Mm-hmm. It's really obvious. Mm-hmm. It's remarkable. Thank I really you. applaud it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to end it with the finishing the sentence. Okay, all right, go ahead. We're going to
0: start a sentence, and you have to finish it.
2: Oh, I love this! Okay. Look at you—you are embracing it. Everyone else is like,
0: <laughs> "Oh man,
1: you are Yeah, out." Really
2: do.
0: Okay, being successful means
2: feeling great about what you've done for your like during the day, mm-hmm. um, feeling feeling proud of what you've done on a personal basis, work basis, etc.
1: Cool. Am I doing one? Yes, you're doing um, one. All right, all right. I'm going to find an executive personal assistant by...
2: No. <laughs> it's going to be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Is that a good sentence, You can under? answer it
1: however you want. There's the work no in j- progress. You're not
2: getting graded. There's no perfect... <laughs> That's it. It's work in progress.
0: You yeah. know what you should do? You should literally tell everyone that you meet that you're looking for this person. Mm-hmm. Everyone you meet, all your clients all your real estate agents, the people that you know, because somebody knows somebody who's perfect for that position. And
1: there's probably real estate agents who are slower right now, where they might have that perfect person who can help you. They don't need to be in California.
2: Yeah, that's true. But what I've learned with having team members, I feel like there has to be that grace period. Like even though they might be perfect, like on paper, like, are they going to be perfect for me? So I think it's important to have that trial period.
1: Absolutely. That is so
2: true.
0: Yeah. Well, well, you've been a, a fantastic guest. I'm super impressed that you came out to us. Good. That means a lot to us because we love this show and we yeah. love our guests. So it's to amazing. be able to see you face to face is really fantastic. What a treat.
2: Absolutely. Thank you yeah. for having me. Excited and I'm
1: sure I'm sure she's going to be at Flourish in May. So you better believe yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So Flourish is May 4th and 5th. Go to theflourishevent.com. You can get your tickets right now. All the details will probably be up within the next, who knows, probably month. Yeah yeah it looks
2: like so much fun it really is oh gosh it's the best and this
0: next one will be off the charts yeah Yeah.
2: excited especially since you're gonna be there yeah i'm excited (laughs) okay thank thank you you guys for
0: listening god bless you and have a wonderful day thank you